Rural News Now with Andrew McRae. And Andrew, the sawmills are facing a slowdown. Good afternoon, Ryan. Uh, a number of sawmills producing housing timber are temporary, temporarily halting work as the construction sector retracts. A forest manager and log marketer, Alan Laurie, says with high interest rates, demand for building new houses has dived. He says as a result, there's too much timber in the market, prices are dropping and sawmills are easing off production. There's many sawmills are running short time and I hear there's a couple in the North Island actually stopping larger mills and yes, it's not a happy hunting grounds at the moment. Uh, some are suggesting a month off, um, some are suggesting uh, having a week out here and there stopping production. Certainly most mills I've spoken to there, our customers are uh, talking about running short time, short weeks and starting to build stock which is of a concern because of course most mills prefer to mill to water and we've very quickly moved from being, you know, orders waiting to no orders, and uh, that is a big concern. Alan Laurie says in his 50 years in forestry, this is the worst crisis he's seen, especially for the length of time harvest crews will be out of work. He says the local sawmill slowdown has come on top of log export prices being the lowest since 2015. Mr Laurie says harvesting crews and truck drivers are not needed, and for forestry alone, that's affecting about 70 people. That is in our company, eight logging crews, uh, six of them parked, and some of them have been already parked for a month, and it's looking like they won't get back to work before the end of July, and that causes all sorts of problems, as I'm sure you'll appreciate, uh, for those people. And it's uh, certainly serious times, and certainly for the private sector, where forest owners are very much driven, um, harvest driven by price. Alan Laurie says the government's blunt instrument of letting interest rates increase to curb inflation is having a dire effect on building and better inflation denting tools are needed. A group fighting to trademark the term manuka honey says it won't appeal a decision refusing its application. Australian honey interests opposed the move and this was recently upheld by the Intellectual Property Office. Monique Steele reports. The Manuka Charitable Trust argued that the honey is a taonga and that only honey produced in New Zealand should be called manuka. It says while it won't appeal on the technicalities of the decision, it's far from the end of its efforts to protect manuka in Aotearoa and overseas. Chair Peter Tepene says they have an irrefutable role as kaitiaki to protect taonga such as manuka honey. He says the industry maintains the view that it isn't appropriate for honey producers in other countries to use the name when the plant nectar was not grown in New Zealand. Mr Tepene says the Trust is now considering its next step. While the government scrambles to develop methane-mitigating tools for farmers, the private sector is already drumming up its own solutions. New Zealand researchers are working to develop methane inhibitors and vaccines for cow, sheep and deer to reduce agricultural emissions. The government announced at Field Days last week a joint industry investment of $17.7 million to go towards the construction of a purpose-built greenhouse gas testing facility. American animal health company Altec is years into its study of how different diets can impact the methane output, being tested on 60 artificial cows in an Auckland laboratory. Its innovation sales manager Nigel Meads says it's about improving scientific understanding of how diets impact a ruminant's methane production. Looking at the variability in the conversion of different feedstuffs and different rations to methane and we want to understand what's the difference about 
what they're feeding, the way they construct their diets, all those sort of things. It offers us an opportunity to study variation at a level that we just can't study it any other way. Nigel Meads hopes the study will also be able to explore the differences in outputs by season, which he says very greatly, as well as by location. He says the company aims to bring Europe's source methane inhibitors it's invested in to the New Zealand market very soon. We've invested in methane mitigation technologies uh, from Europe and stuff like that, which, which we hope to also uh, bring to market in due course through the proper channels and stuff like that. But, but do it properly because, you know, on one hand there's, there's pressure to, for the industry to get things done now or yesterday. Uh, on the other hand, you've got to slow down and do it right if you want it to last. So there's a lot of work on and it's an exciting time to be in the industry. Nigel Meads says there should be amazing technological solutions for farmers to reduce emissions in the next five to ten years as the science continues to improve. Australian lamb flooding onto world markets is impacting returns for New Zealand exporters. AgriHQ analyst Mel Crowd says news from key markets is getting increasingly concerning with each passing week. She says in many countries consumer demand is eased and there's a lot of products sitting in the market. Ms Crowd says price drops are picking up pace with the influx of Australian lamb competing in New Zealand's traditional markets. Australia is on track to record their biggest ever month of lamb exports, uh, assuming that they can maintain the pace they set during the first uh, two weeks of June. Now, Australia wasn't exactly uh, exporting low volumes this time last year, but back then they were pushing a lot more product into secondary markets. Um, such as the likes of South Korea and Papua New Guinea. But now they're placing a lot of attention on China um, and land export volumes there lifted to an almost two-year high in May. Um, And not to mention as well, they're also now pushing into the UK just following that ratification of their free trade agreement. Um, So I guess we've just suddenly found ourselves in a very congested um, market environment with that weaker demand and consumption just impacting those uh, global export prices. That's Mel Crowe from AgriHQ and Rowan's. And Rowan, uh, that's Rural News for now. Kia ora, Andrew.